State Street, across from the historic Chicago Theater. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Carmen and Yurka, live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Hope everyone had a nice long weekend. Carmen and York were back together in our old National Bank State Street Studios. Big show today. Kevin Warren meeting the media up at Hallis Hall. The new president and CEO is expected to join us sometime around 1.30, York. Look forward to that conversation later. Of course, crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie later today. And lots of football as uh, we have a changing of the guard at Hallis. And we recap... A wild, wild card weekend. A six-pack of games, my friend. Right, with a little side note of the Bulls did beat the Golden State Warriors. They did. Side note, it's been they addressed. Did. Let's get back to the NFL. <laughs> that's it? That's Yep. Do you know that's where it. the Bulls play their next game? Are you aware of where they play yeah, their they're next game? they're in France. They're in I'm aware. Paris. Yeah. They're in Gay Paris. Who can't? I mean, you can't wait for Bulls-Pistons in Paris. My Thursday at 2, by yeah. the way. Yes. Right when we get, right. when we're not even off the air. Right when, uh, well, you'll be on the golf course. Thank oh, God, you I don't really care one bit. I will be in Florida. You're going to be in Florida. I'll be. With the, I might leave crosstalk early just so I can check yeah. out Bulls and Pistons. I'll be in Florida with Florida with Florida with Florida. You never know the Floridians. Never know. Uh, so, what was uh, your biggest takeaway from the weekend of football? Six, a six uh, pack of games. Uh, Jacksonville did not go gentle into that good night, being down twenty seven zero. They did not. I was with the gentleman. I said simply, if they can get one before half, they've got a chance. And they did get one before they half. They got one Here before go. half. I didn't know if they're going to be able to finish it up. You know, and get it done. I didn't. Uh, especially, who was it, uh, Sante Samuel Jr.? Who was uh, it on uh, San Diego that was getting all the uh, interceptions? Yeah, he had a, the yes, three of them. yes, yes, right? Yes. The receiver in this situation looked like he just didn't mind getting kind of picked on and beat up and allowed him to get into positions where he wanted to get. I mean, at some point, you've got to fight for the same territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't make a difference. Uh, it made Trevor Lawrence look terrible. It did. But then there's redemption. There's always redemption, Carmen. The second half proved to be redemption for Trevor Lawrence. And uh, they found a way to come back and get themselves a victory with a late field goal. So good. That's the one thing I took away. I took away Brock Purdy's pretty damn good still. Yeah, that, he's an incredible story. And I with mean, the that, addition of a running back that can both catch and run the ball, uh, he becomes uh, a, a pretty good weapon. And, again, that's what I want on my running backs. You've got to be able to run and pass. I mean, run and catch. And catch. You've got to be able to run and catch. That's what I want to see out of my running back. And uh, he's added a dimension, whether you like it or not. Oh, he, uh, oh, Chris McCaffrey? Yes, you know, McCaffrey. What he's added to that offense? When he's McCaffrey, healthy, absolutely. Yeah. And, and Purdy's pretty and Purdy good. Purdy seems to have command of it. He, you know, he missed a couple throws early. Yeah. The rain was coming down, and maybe some of that had to do with it. And then the, the, the rain did not linger nearly as long as they originally thought. It was raining hard early in the game. He floated a couple throws on those first few drives, and then he just settled in and... I don't know. Maybe it's too dramatic to say, like, do we have a Kurt Warner 99 thing going on here? But well, you uh, never know. I, I, this is like. The question was asked to me, Yerk, uh, if he comes back, Jim Garoppolo comes back, why would you change? I, I mean, I'm a Garoppolo fan, but you wouldn't change in this type of situation. When you've got so. an offense that's running as smoothly as this one is, you don't change. And I love Jimmy Garoppolo. I know, as much as anyone. But you can't change. You don't change. The other thing is Dallas looked pretty darn good after looking miserable in Week 18. They came back and looked pretty good. I thought Dak was sensational last night. But the other thing that really stands out is just how lousy of a football team Tampa Bay is. Tampa was uh, a below 500 team this year and only hosted a playoff game because they won the worst division in the league. Tampa Bay was a minus 45 in scoring differential this year. Yeah. A minus 45. 
Uh, they have zero running game to speak of. I mean, they asked Tom Brady at 45 to throw it, what, 60? How many times did he throw it? 62 last night? 65. So? 65, is that 65 it was? 65 times. 65 times uh, for most of the game. And I'm talking about, like, probably, let's see, they probably about 45 minutes of the game, Yurko. Maybe, maybe, maybe just a little bit under that. Uh, 35 of 66, Carm. We game one less. For probably about 40 minutes or maybe 45 minutes of that game, he was averaging fewer than four yards per attempt. Uh, I mean, they're, they're such a lousy, poorly coached football team. It's staggering. Uh, and they, they really had, uh, obvious look, it is what it is. Every once in a while, this is going to happen. You're going to have a crap division. A team's going to win. I, I don't think you change the rules or, oh, it's this, it's that. They won eight games in a crap division and played a playoff game. That's not a playoff football team. And I think every one of us knew that, even going into last night. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, at zero point this year, looked, acted, played, talked like a playoff football team. They just didn't belong. But yeah, it, it's, all, but it's okay, and, and, it's one, and they're one and done, and they got eviscerated and, and good. And I thought Dak really was fantastic. Uh, they did not fool him one bit. I thought Aikman pointed that out a, a lot last night. He was ready for everything. They were prepared. Dare I say Mike McCarthy coached a good game, uh, which I don't think I've ever well, uttered those words. Fired. He won't be fired. They're not going to fire him. Probably not. No. You never know, no, Jerry. he won't be fired. You don't think so? No, Probably I don't think not. so at all. Dare I say he actually made a few good coaching decisions. Uh, he didn't chicken out when they were going for the, the jugular um, if you, if you could call it that. And I think a little bit it kind of was when they had the, what was it, fourth and goal from about the three or four. He didn't goof around and take a field goal. Uh, he didn't let his field goal kicker, uh, his his kicker, who did he get cut today? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I guess I can't be shocked. The game is walking papers, Carl. Boy, but on the week where you got to go play in a divisional round Does on the it road. Matter? Wow. I couldn't kicker. make an extra point. Yeah, he didn't let him make an extra. He, he was didn't... 0 for 4 from what is it? 33, 35? Yeah, what is it? He was 9 of 11 from 50 plus this year. Yeah. I don't understand what happened last night. Well, he's got himself a bugaboo. He got the yips. Yeah, he's got something. Can't um, have that. McCarthy in the didn't let him settle for a cheap shot. Uh, a chip shot, excuse me. You want to bring shot. him back next year? You can. Yeah, I guess he's free to sign anywhere. He didn't let him settle for a chip shot field goal late. They just uh, that's when they threw the touchdown to a wide open Ceedee Lamb. It was one breakdown after another for again what is just a flat out lousy Tampa Bay team, poorly coached. Tom Brady has to regret the power move he pulled on Bruce Arians. He must. Yeah. Because that team desperately misses Bruce Arians, whether anybody wants to admit it or not. He must regret greatly his decision to get cute and pull a power play and a power move and force Bruce Arians out of the coaching role. Todd Bowles is clueless. He is 150% completely lost and clueless as a head coach. Um, and they're just a bad football team. So I'm not surprised by that. You know what the least surprising thing of the weekend was? We saw a team, as you pointed out, blow a 27 nothing lead. And that wasn't even the least surprising thing of the weekend. The least surprising thing of the weekend, Yurko, was Minnesota losing at home to the Giants. I've already talked to one Scott oh, oh, Angel. I'm, I'm sure you have. I have already, I've already had a conversation with him this morning on the way into work. Yeah. yeah. He goes, oh, he'll take his medicine. Yeah. yeah. He said he'll take his medicine. The least surprising thing of the weekend. I think he said anybody wants to criticize uh, Kirk Cousins. The only reason they were in the game was because of Kirk Cousins. Kirk actually their, played well. Their defense was woeful. It's, it was woeful most and of the year. And it was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. Kirk actually played well. But then you know what the problem with Kirk Cousins is? You know what the problem is? What? Kirk did play a really good game, actually. And then on fourth and eight on your last play of the season, 
He threw it four yards shy of the stand. Was he in a bubble? Was, was he, he in a bubble with no pass rush no, coming no, at him? Oh, I'm wasn't. asking, was he in a bubble? Or was but he reacting on. to the circumstances and the conditions that were around him? I don't know. On the run with a man in his face. I don't know. Could he just lofted it downfield I with would've. no apparent direction whatsoever? Would have been better. Or did he throw it to his guy Hockenstein that should be able to make a move and or a play? I was getting tackled at well, the time well, the ball. I mean, nobody, the ball. nobody's ever shaken a tackle before. Oh man, nobody's ever made anybody I don't miss know, I laughed, ever. I was like, ah, it's classic. I get Kirk it. Cousins. It's, well, it's easy to criticize. It is. He did have a good game. I it's agree easy. with you. He did. As dumb as dumb as that is, in the criticism of him for that play with the pressure that he was facing. Is the Roquan Smith and Khalil Mack uh, won dumb. as many playoff games as the <laughs> Chicago Bears did? Wait, how dumb. stupid are you? It's dumb. Are you people stupid? It is dumb. I, I mean, come on now. I saw a lot of that. I'm like, what's the yeah. point of that I exactly? Mean, gee, I, no, no, listen, one team's going to be happy at the end of all this. Only one team. Everybody else is going to be sad. And the one team that wins is going to try to make improvements going into next year because they're not even satisfied with their team. I'd rather be in the playoffs not satisfied with my team than the crap that I had to watch on the lakefront this year. And it was crap. In the NFL, I'd rather Historical be in the playoffs. Historical crap, yeah. yes. And if I'm Minnesota, I've got less problems to fix up in Minnesota than the Bears got. The Bears got a slew of problems. Yes. I love it how you can make fun of playoff teams. The arrogance, the cockiness, and the stupidity of the people of Chicago that want to criticize team in the playoffs. Are you serious? Did you not watch the crap they put out on the lakefront this year? Yeah. Come on. I agree with what you. What a joke. I, I saw are. a lot of that, and I thought my reaction yeah. was very similar. Like, what does one have to do with the other? It and helps like, What's the, the idiot point? sleep at night. That's what happens, Carm. The idiot's got to find a way to sleep at night. Yeah, I, I also got a kick out of that. And night. if you're an idiot out there, I'm talking to you. Okay? If you're not an idiot, then I'm not talking to you. But there's a slew of idiots out there, and I'm talking directly to you. Yeah, who started that, I wonder? Like, what, what oh, kicked that off? there's always a moron out there. Yeah, Twitter's where the idiots go to play. Yeah. So it doesn't matter who owns them, okay? Jack Dorsey, Elon Musk, it so, doesn't right. matter. It's still where the idiots go to play. Never stopped. It's never changed. I thought I saw them ripping off three names. Like, for those keeping score, Roquan, yep. Yep. Uh, obviously, Khalil. Am I missing somebody? Who else would it be? I don't know. Well, former Bear that's in the playoffs. Yeah, that I, lost, that this, lost weekend. this weekend. I can't place them. I thought, I thought I saw a few memes and GIFs and GIFs and whatnot. And All of them. I thought they were naming three players, and I, my reaction was very similar to yours. Like, that's kind of silly. I mean, yeah. Kind of, it, I don't it, think it was Roquan's fault. Yeah, yeah, well, we've got the, I'd rather have the first pick. Well, guess what? You earned it. You earned it by being crap. Boy, would I rather have the first pick or would I rather have some of the things that the Minnesota Vikings have on offense? I think I'd rather have some of the things Minnesota has I'll on offense. I'll take Justin Jefferson. I'll take Justin Jefferson. And how Jefferson. about this? A I'll take Hawkinson, too. How about, how about a quarterback that can throw for 4,000 yards? Yeah. Yeah, you I guys want to criticize him. Go ahead and criticize him all you want. He's five times better than the quarterback you got here in Chicago right now. Five times better, Carm, as a passer. Might be. Five times better. Now, you might have now to wrestle me on that expre- one. No, you I saw your expression. <laughs> yeah. You were going to bring up, oh, boy, but the way you can run. Okay, I'd give you that. Not a problem. Kirk Cousins no, is five times the passer Justin Fields is. Period. I don't know about Done five times. Deal. It's over. I like to lambast Cousins, so I'm probably the wrong do. guy to I know you do. 
But 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 he did. But, but Kirk Cousins did have a good year, and you're not wrong. I mean, he had a good game on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, uh, he did. The Vikings defense disappointed. Terrible. That's your problem. Your problem up there is the Vikings defense. Danny did Justin, Dimes. Did Justin Jefferson say that eventually Kirk Cousins has to move on? And at some point, oh, I don't know. Did he say that? I, I, think I, I, that. I heard a little something out there. I, I think I read something like that. Where Jefferson, in essence, is like, well, where's the next quarterback? You had players firing right and left this yeah. weekend. It was kind of classic. Like, you had Joey Bosa going off on the refs, and rightfully so. I, I, yeah. Justin Jefferson may have hinted at that. The Baltimore Ravens players, I mean, just like, oh, yeah, we would have won if Lamar would have played. And, like, poor Tyler Huntley. And I don't know what Tyler Huntley was doing on the reach. John Harbaugh said afterwards, it's, well, it's he made scary. a mistake. It wasn't. But you see it all properly. the time. You see it all the time. Not no. from the two-yard line. Know, like, what are you tough. doing? That's tough. And Harbaugh said, no, that was supposed to be like a push sneak. And for some reason, he thought he was going to be Walter Payton. Did you see what Dobbins said? He goes, that's I my territory. Like, it's my territory. That's what was. Dobbins is like, Marshawn Lynch. Why didn't I get the ball? Yeah, Marshawn Lynch, this is my territory. Quit trying to establish the quarterback. And if Lamar would have played, we would have won. I think yeah. Clay's cameraman has said something similar. It's like everybody's just firing right and left. It's, listen, it's passionate, uh, pa- you know. Heated and passionate stuff. High times when you're in the playoffs and pretty low when you get knocked if, out. If, if, if. And by the way, Joey Bosa, is that the one in San Diego? Yes. Uh, no, Chargers. LA, yes. LA Chargers, yes. my fault. Yes. I'm going to do it. You got the Cleveland mm-hmm. Indians. I've got the San Diego Chargers. Yes. It's going to be a bugaboo for me forever. So. Mine's worse. Eventually. No, it's not. It's not bad at all. Carl. I can't help it. Listen, it'll go back. You'll get it and you'll get yeah. the Guardians. 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 And I should just say Chargers and never Guardians. mention this idiot. Right. I mean, that's all. Or you should just say Cleveland. Just say Cleveland. Just say Cleveland. Don't care about who they are. It's Cleveland baseball team. That's, That's right. all you got to do. Joey Bosa, you're going to get held on every play. They, these are the facts. They are the facts. Your brother knows he gets held every play. Every guy rushing the quarterback is being held on every single play. You can't allow yourself to get frustrated. You can't become undisciplined. He yeah, became undisciplined. He was a, like a well, petulant. He was mad at the false start, He was too. a petulant child yeah. out there is what he was. He couldn't contain his emotions. Yeah. And because he couldn't contain emo- his emotions, he became a detriment to his team out there. Yeah. And when that's happening to a player on the field, you've got to put him on the bench and keep him there because he's not helping you. Mm. Go sit down. Goes, come see me in three minutes. I don't want to talk to you. Go sit down. And then you get your assistant coach go and settle him down and get him going. And then you call him back up and say, you ready to play or are you going to cry? Which one do you want to do? <laughs> if you're going to cry, go back to the bench. I can't use you. You're no good. I mean, these are just He's facts. Yeah. These are facts. I can't use a guy that's emotionally unstable on the field. Can't be used. I'm sorry. I got a few other things to ask you about the weekend. If you want to talk about uh, the divisional round. I'm sorry, the wild card round. I got NFL thoughts all day, Good. We got four great. I always love divisional round, too. The games, you know, especially with the expanded playoffs, games are probably a little bit better, more competitive. We're down to. uh, Well, Saturday's the precursor to Sunday this week. Yeah. Saturday's your precursor. We're giving you two games. I think we're down to eight pretty good teams, though, right? Both by teams are playing. Both number one seeds are going to be playing against upstarts in Jacksonville and New York. New York's game was an upset, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So New York and Jacksonville, two upsets going up against the teams. They got to buy. They're a little bit healthier. Kansas City, you got Reed going against his student. Yes, you do. And Doug Peterson. A lot of interesting storylines here. Great story. So I do want to, I've got a few other things I want to pick your brain about. We're going to talk more about Kevin Warren. We'll play some sound. And we expect to have him sometime around 1.30. We expect to have a conversation with Kevin Warren. So we got a lot to react to from the weekend. And if uh, you've got thoughts about Wild Card Weekend, please let us know. Things that maybe surprised you or that didn't. Things that you liked. um, Things that you didn't like. It was an interesting gambling weekend, too. We've got to continue to talk about that. 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. 
follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. Lawrence fires in the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Christian Kirk. So Hasty is the running back. They're going for two. And Lawrence reaches over and scores. Here we go for the win. Got it, but there's a flag down. There's a flag down as everybody's running out onto the field, but there's a penalty marker. And they call it on the defense. Unbelievable. Uh, that, that is unbelievable. What a win for Jayville. I know Yurko's happy with that. He likes cheering for Jacksonville since he played down there. And you're good friends with Doug Peterson, too. Yes, and I am. The guy can coach. I mean, the fourth down play call was fantastic. Where it looked like, I mean, I think everybody assumed it was going to be some sort of just, which is all the rage now, especially with quarterbacks being big and strong. Yurk, just that push play. You know, that dive and push? Yes. Uh, I mean, it's all the rage, those fourth and short situations. Uh, Brady, they've been doing it masterfully for years because Tom Brady's so big. He's probably the best sneak quarterback of all time. Uh, but now you see it with guys like, oh, the Bears did it with Justin Fields a little bit this year. You've seen Josh Allen do it. Um, you really see it all over the league. Trevor Lawrence is a nice, big, uh, strapping young man. You thought that's what it was going to be. It was beautiful design. It right. really was. And not only did they just pick up that first time, I mean, they gained the requisite yardage to then just milk and, the clock and, and right. kick and the, the chip some, shot yes, field goal. Yes, yeah, and the yes. little play to ETN. The guy can really coach. I mean, he really is creative with that kind of stuff. He's very, very good. Um, what the Chargers did is just inexcusable. For some reason, they're keeping Brandon Staley. They're making Lombardi the scapegoat. I've been railing on Joe Lombardi's play calling for a year and a half, so I can't say uh, I'm surprised. They're changing some of the offensive staff. They at the very least had to do that. I- I'm shocked they're not cleaning house and going after Sean Payton, who's now living in L.A. I, I just I, I can't yeah. imagine missing this opportunity with well, the quarterback. He, he interviewed Houston. I know. And, and uh, Dal- heard- Denver's today. Right. right. You're, you heard that you've got to give up a mid first round pick. Yeah. And it's got to go to uh, New Orleans if New you're going to end up hiring them. Yeah. So that's part of the process, too, and part of the considerations they have to have. Uh, that was Al Michaels and Tony Dungy. I know that that broadcast is getting panned from the weekend. It was kind of a sleepy Saturday night broadcast. It was. Yeah. I, I mean, with the aged uh, Al Michaels, who likes to allow, you know, what's happening, you weren't going to get, do you believe in miracles out of him? Not at this point. Uh, and it was one hell of a comeback. But when you put an aged uh, Al Michaels together with a sleepy Tony Dungy, yeah. nothing brings the excitement. I mean, the game brought the excitement, but it didn't. It wasn't matched by what was happening. You guys saw the Manning cast last night, right? I did not. I watched just the regular broadcast. Saturday night, they had the sleep cast. Oh, I almost got Carmen to spit take. Almost. Almost. Almost a great comment. Almost Almost made our great comments. Uh, Who who would you guys rather retire right now, Al Michaels or Tom Brady? Go. Uh, You're killing me. I mean, I love Al. I think Tom Brady. (laughs) I think Tom Brady, because all Tom Brady does is kind of kind of ruined what everybody remembered of him. When Dan Marino had a six-interception game, you know, it did kind of go, ah, well, what a crappy way to end a career. Brady, the way he ended, it's kind of a crappy way to end a career, and that's where you're at right now with him. You can give all the credit in the world to Al Michaels for his wonderful career. Amazing. This year has been pathetic. 
It's been Get pathetic. Get off I, television. I, I can't I You can't don't want to be there. You don't like calling these games. Stop broadcasting the games. And he's my, and I, Chris is right, I, and I love him. I was even saying before the season, I'm like, I feel, Al still has it. Terrible. I, I think Al, halfway through this year, realized what a mistake he made. Maybe not a mistake because he's getting paid handsomely. Yeah. But I think Al was like, eh, I probably should have stayed at NBC. I don't, I'm telling you, I just, I don't think he and Herbie ever really clicked. I thought they had a bunch of dog games for whatever reason. They just, they really did. They had a bad slate of games. I think Al got to a point halfway through this year where he mailed it in. I hate saying that because I love the guy, but I really think that's what happened. Now, maybe, and maybe subconsciously, next year, hey, maybe but, subconsciously mailed it in too. Just like, well, I'm not on there. I'm not over the air. I'm on some weird thing that got me streaming now. Yeah, do you do you think he yeah. has Amazon Prime? He would I do I, I think he does. I think he's got a free no, no, seriously. I think he might. Oh, are you serious? I think, I think really? at his yeah, age it's bro. easier to you shop at home and how to shop on the guys, internet. How old yeah. is he? 78? Okay. Think about your your parents. My I, you know are I they rocking the Amazon Prime? Can I don't they know. navigate? That's it? a good question. I I think my parents have Amazon Prime. I'm I, sure there was a younger Michael who ask. went and set it up for him. But ask. if it gets logged out, does he know how to get back in? I guarantee you. I think Eric goes on to something. I'm going to see if my parents have Amazon I think he doesn't even know that it's something that people can watch no, on TV. He thinks it's some uh, newfangled no. stream. Right. He's still I, in I the think, media. I think, uh, well, the stream can come up on your TV. I think he yeah. knows that. But a lot of kids, my kids don't even like watching television. They like to consume all their stuff on the phone or, or, or a tablet or a computer. Of course, all the young kids. But that's I'm, my point. I'm texting my mom and dad. I, I all these, see if they all have these darn 60 and 80 inch televisions, nobody gives a rat's ass about. We got them. All these kids don't give a rat's patootie about them. It's weird. We'd rather sit and go blind looking at small screens. That game's Saturday night. So, uh, as a team, uh, odds couple, uh, we went four and two year ago against the spread. Mike went three and one. I went one and one. So I lost the juice. But one, my two plays were the over in the Minnesota a giant game that hit that hit. And then I had um, Chargers. I was either the yeah, money you, line or Chargers you, minus one and a half. I, I so I had a rooting interest in. I had a financial interest in that game. So you were watching. I, I was. I'm always very careful. Of we've talked about this of the, counting my chickens before yeah, they hatch. This one's in bed. I, this one's in bed. There's no way they're scoring this many points. Earlier in the day, uh, our our good friend John Swanson was texting me. He said it's got to be Jags plus the points tonight, right? I said, well, one of my best plays is actually I, I like the Chargers. I was on the money line early in the week, and even at minus one and a half, I, I like the Chargers. I gave him my reasons why, and then sure enough, at uh, I think maybe when it was twenty four, maybe even before it was twenty seven, nothing. I get the text from 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 John. Boy, good call, and I always hate getting those texts. And I'm like, well, I, I, you know, the Winston Wolf line from Pulp Fiction, which I won't, decorum prevents me from repeating it here, but um, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Let's not start, you know what, just yet. And I said, I, I, well, there's a long way to go, long way. But I have to admit, at 27 nothing, I felt pretty you, good about you, that you bet. You were feeling good. Felt pretty good. Even when my guy, Justin Herbert, missed a wide-open Keenan Allen in the end zone. Can't miss that, Justin. Not, You're not, too good. Not ready to light up cigar just yet. No. Uh, he missed that, and I'm like, well, you could have really put a dagger in him right. if he scored a touchdown. Instead, they kicked the field goal. It was 27 nothing. So I felt pretty good. I'm not kidding, Eric. By the start of the fourth quarter, I knew that. I knew Jacksonville you, was going to win worried. that game. You're I knew worried. it. I, was, I went from worried to being, I pretty much resigned myself to the fact that somehow, someway, Jacksonville is going to win this game. You could just feel it. And then when the Chargers missed the 40-yard field goal, and it was 30-20 to 20 at that time. Oh, yeah, a little hooker Yep. 
The old hookaroo. That one looked good forever. And then it just gave the old What's his name? Hookaroo. Dicker? Decker? What's his name? Well, the kicker. Who dares? Cameron who, Dicker, I does think. Does anybody really care about I, kickers? I, I don't. I don't. They should fire that kid, too. When the kicker missed the 40-yarder and it was still a 10-point game, I'm not kidding. Like, I've got text proof yeah. in our group text chain with guys' decision. I'm like, because Sylvie went to dinner. We, some of us were watching the game texting, and Sylvie goes, wait, wasn't it 27 nothing?" Because I'm at dinner, and we're like, oh, oh, yeah. it was. I said, Good call. the Chargers are going to lose the game. And then when Bosa, you talked about Bosa being on tilt. When they had the fourth and one, Peterson didn't hesitate. Or the, I'm sorry, when they, excuse me, when they had the two-point conversion move to the one-yard line, Peterson didn't hesitate. Yeah. We're going, that's it. Of course they got that. Now it's a two-point game, and I'm like, this is it. They're going to get a stop. They're going to get the ball back. They're going to kick a field goal and win. And it happened. And it happened. Just and that way, Carm. Of course. And I so the bet lost. Okay, I can deal with it. I got I got so immediately. What do I start doing now? I start going to the Pro Football Reference filter because I got to find out. It's so improbable. The Chargers had five takeaways and zero turnovers and lost the football game. Five takeaways, zero turnovers. Needless wait, wait, to wait say, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They were plus five in yes. turnover margin. Yes, they had five takeaways, Yurko, and zero turnovers. Needless to say, it's the first time in NFL history that's ever happened that a team lost. Uh, teams were a perfect 7-0. It didn't even happen that often. You wouldn't expect it to. So, of course, I started looking. And according to Pro Football Reference, it's the first time since October of 1998 that an NFL team lost with five takeaways and zero turnovers. Wouldn't you know it, that game was Bears-Lions at Soldier Field. The Lions had five takeaways, a 27-10 fourth quarter lead, and lost to the Bears that day. I don't even really remember that game all that well. It was October of 1998. Prior to Saturday, Yurko, including the playoffs, NFL teams had been all-time 193-8 and with five takeaways and zero turnovers. That's a 961 winning percentage. And yes, the Chargers found a way to lose. So yes, they were a plus five and lost. And what a two-point lead. You still were winning your bet. Yes, you were still it. winning your bet. I, I, at that point, it was solidified. The minute they got the two point conversion, and it was a two point game, yeah. I knew that that's it. It is yeah. over. And but, I was one of one this weekend. I gave you the Jaguars money line and Tampa winner, money winner. line. So I lost one and, and I won money. the other. Yeah. So nah, I won a little bit of money. Tampa. Yeah, well, you did because you collected a little bit more on your money line Jags. Jags bet. bet. Yeah, which would, and I just lost a hundred on my watch. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God, Yurko, what a weekend. You learn to live. You learn to love. You do. And Real Madrid got dusted in the uh, Supercopa. Did they? 3 nothing to Barcelona. Dusted, kid. I think I saw a highlight from that game. I saw, like, a gorgeous Barcelona goal from... Yeah. Uh, you would have seen those. They, they yeah. were gorgeous by Barcelona. The highlights of that one. It was 3-1. I think uh, Benzema yeah, I got one in, like, the added time. Mm. Injury time at the end. Should we grab uh, some calls coming up? Let's uh, do I think it. we should. You can answer uh, Chris's question. Who should retire first, Michaels or Brady? That's a good question. <laughs> That's a really good question. And I mean, I I love it. My I was answer like, was all-time favorite broadcaster. Right. My answer is Brady. You think I give me lean an Brady too a little bit. Yeah. But Brady looks. I don't want to say Brady looks done, but man, he looks like he's getting there. He no, looks like he, he just, wants to be there, though. Yeah, that well, I don't know. Looks there like some times on the sidelines, yeah. I wonder last night, right. Chris. Yeah, they were showing him warming up last night. He was doing his little cheer to the crowd. But he was ready to go. When it was eighteen nothing, he was sitting there, kind of like, hmm, this didn't go as planned. Yeah, I think. And the, I wish Bruce was on the sidelines. Uh, yeah, 
I, I, I think he's ready to go I to think, the booth. I think he might be. Right, he's got that sweet deal waiting at Fox, right? Three one two three three two ESPN. Ring us up. We'll take some calls on uh, football coming up next. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN One Thousand Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN, ESPN Chicago. We are back. Hope everyone had a nice long weekend. We're live in the old National Bank State Street studio. You can watch us on Twitch and join the chat. Twitch.tv. Download the Twitch app. And just simply search ESPN 1000 Chicago. Let's get out and take some calls. We will talk to Kevin Warren in about an hour. The new president is expected to join us. And we'll play some of the highlights from his press conference here for you in a little bit. But we're also going to talk to Kevin Warren hopefully sometime right around 1.30. Let's go to Scott in Aurora. What's going on, Scott? Hey, good afternoon, Carm. How are you guys doing? Good, man. How are you? Not too bad. Hey, I'm sorry about that uh, That Lawrence uh, stat on Friday that kind of jinxed you. Sorry about that. Hey, um, it didn't jinx anything, but it is incredible that the guy has never lost on Saturday. He's playing on yeah. Saturday again this weekend. I, I Yeah, I don't think – I think it, the streak's going to end. I think it is too, but what the hell? How do you never – the kids never lost a game on a Saturday, Yurko. That's crazy. So, I – I saw this yeah, one over yeah, the right. weekend. There was a guy that did a live bet on that uh, when it was 27 nothing Chargers. He put $1.4 million down I to win 11000 I saw that. And on the money line, and ended up taking that bad beat. I saw that. I don't understand. And, Scotty, thanks, buddy. I, I, I don't Why get, would you ever put one four to only win 11000 That doesn't it. make any sense. I don't get it. But you see it all the time. And I guess if you've got one point four to put down... Money's probably a very little consequence the, to you, but, but it doesn't make any sense. But the odds coming back the other way, if you're going to pay Jack, you're going to play Jacksonville. What I had seen, it was like twelve or fourteen to one. Like if I wanted to play Jacksonville to win at that point when they're down twenty-seven to nothing, was it really only fourteen yeah, to one? I thought it was fourteen to one. I would have thought I, even more. I than could that. be wrong. Okay. I mean, you'd think at that point it's 200 to 1. It's something crazy. That's 1,000 to 1. I would have thought it's something. Right. No, I don't set odds, but I mean, yeah. you're right. I would have thought at 27, nothing. Well, I, mean, I mean, we can call our guy, Todd Furman, and find out what it was. Yeah, maybe we should ask Todd. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the verdict is in. Um, do you think my parents have Amazon Prime? Uh, yes. Chris, what do you think? I think they do, um, but I think someone needs to assist in setting it up. Should I? They do. Should I text them? If you accidentally got logged out, would you know how to get back in? My dad's surprisingly tech savvy. For now, for an older guy, he is. He's pretty savvy. So yes, they do have. All right, good. Amazon Prime, but Al's yeah, like six, seven years older than my dad. So I don't know. Maybe Al doesn't know. Maybe, maybe that's why Al was so mad halfway through. Somebody finally told him, like, no, 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 you're not on. <laughs> People have to pay for that, Al. Wait, what? Yeah, you're on a streaming service. What do you mean? Well, what were Maybe the numbers? No, no. How come we never found out the numbers? Oh, I feel like after the second week we right. stopped they hearing. Said, yeah, know. we're not going to tell you how many. No, people they were out there. there. They we're just out. were not good. Right? They and, were like what and, down around like eleven million, right. ten million per per game, and that's like well, that's like baseball numbers. For the NFL. Those are like playoff baseball numbers. But the is NFL it? is in a whole different category. Right. They're usually up around the thirties. Well, they went to Directv when they had the Sunday ticket and they did the NFL ticket. That's when their numbers went through the roof. Remember well, that? Yeah, I so do. So they were expecting the same thing to happen to Amazon Prime. But let me ask you, though. Did that happen? 
it's still a streaming service. So are those numbers good for a streaming service? Uh, does it, I, I don't know whether they're good for a streaming service or not. How much of an increase did Amazon Prime realize? Because uh, that's the only way it's worth any money to them. Right. The you, increase in users, non-traditional users of Amazon Prime. So what they're trying to get is those people that aren't signed up with Amazon Prime to sign up and then utilize the rest of everything they offer. Do you? Do you know uh, what to expect come next year when the the package moves to a streaming service? I have no idea. Because you know, DirecTV is done, Ski, right? It's going to YouTube TV. I haven't, I haven't had the NFL ticket in seven years. You dumped out of it anyway? Yeah, I dumped out of it a long time ago. When I was gone for the weekends with hockey, there's no uh, reason for yeah, me to have. True. I was that's gone on point. Sundays I was someplace else. That's a good point. Jim's in Crystal Lake on ESPN 1000. Hey, Jim. Hey, guys, this is kind of weird because uh, I can answer that question for you as far as uh, the betting because I bet $4 on Jacksonville to come back, and I won $64. So whatever that odds come out to be that. but sixteen to one. It was 16 to 1 then. Yeah, or to win 64. It might yeah. even only be 15 to 1 because the $4 is your initial wager. So you're right, Yerko. Yeah. What, what made you do it, Jim? Just because you looked at it and you said, well, what the hell, it's 4 bucks and it's such a huge payoff? You know, I just saw – I love Doug Peterson. I wish the Bears would have got him. First of all, he's like my favorite coach uh, ever, if that says anything, next to Tom Landry. But um, I just I just had a feeling, and frankly, it was only 4 bucks. Yeah, that's, why not? I hear you. <laughs> it's a better story coming back this way than I have yeah. than the guy with the $1.4 million. But I got a question for you. Um, so I'm in a playoff pool, and uh, I, I'm just kind of questioning this next round in the NFC. Is this the first time there's three uh, in the divisional round that there's three teams from the same division oh, mate, that made it to the divisional round? Yeah, that made it to the divisional round. Because I'm just kind of thinking, boy, we should give you know that all those teams there it, it, um, more credit because of their you know they played each other and their their strength of schedule against you know San Francisco. And I guess they are giving. Dallas a lot of credit because they're only favored by four points. Yeah, so, like three and a half um, this morning, yeah. Yep. Oh, really? So yeah. is, is this the first time there's three from the same division? Do you guys know? I, I, that's a good question, Jim. I don't off the top of my head, uh, but we can. that's probably an easy search, or we can ask uh, Jason, Jacob Nitzberg and staff. Yeah, well, for such research. a long period of time, there are only six teams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. With three. So you'd have to go back to three divisions, right? Three divisions. Um... Six playoff teams, two teams got to buy. So it would have had to been that team from the division, and the other two ended up not playing each other, playing somebody else, and winning. Winning. I bet you it is kind of rare. Uh, the good showing for the NFC East. What can you say? Yeah. Eagles are the yeah. number one seed. Dallas just really went down there and put it on Tampa, although we've told you Tampa uh, is not a playoff team. It's just that simple. Um, they happen to be because that's the way the rules are structured, but that's not a playoff and football team. If anybody listened to Carmen, he'd tell you the, the Minnesota Vikings were uh, – yeah, paper you know, tiger. Yeah, paper tiger. You know, built on a foundation of uh, of sand and toothpicks. <laughs> you know, they're not a team that that really impressed. And I won money on the Vikings this year. I yeah. I, I had Vikings futures. I picked the Vikings to win the division. But uh, th- that's just there's there's nothing overly impressive about that team other than some of the things they can do offensively. And obviously, Justin Jefferson is extremely impressive. There's nothing else, and there hasn't been all year uh, anything overly impressive. With that team, they they just as easily 
could have won nine games instead of 13. It's just the way it is, folks. I, the numbers will dictate that. The numbers tell you that. They were a bottom, what, they were bottom five, I think, in DVOA. They were a minus in scoring differential. I, they're not a good team. DVOA is a pretty good stat. We've learned that. It's been around long enough. It's a pretty good indicator of teams that have true staying power and teams that don't. They, I think they were a bottom five DVOA team uh, this year, uh, you know, all around uh, DVOA. Let's go to Billy and Berwin. What's up, Billy? What's going on, Carmen and Yurko? Happy Tuesday, Monday to you. Happy Tuesday, Monday to you, my friend. Shout out to Viking Scott. I hope he's okay. He's doing all right. He's he's going to make it. He still has, don't forget, he still has ties to uh, Kansas City because his daughter works for the Chiefs. Oh, that's right. That's right. There you go. So he's got got a ticket. Yeah. Beautiful. (laughs) I want to go to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Oh, I feel like he is, yeah. Uh, I want to push back on on the Al Michaels slander that, that's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> slander. That's what I, I, that's what I feel like. I feel like Al Michaels and Todd Bowl are in a very similar boat. They've both oh, got uh, the, the, the Bowl slander is uh, well slander is a hard um, word. The Bowl's criticism is fair. I, the, the Michaels one breaks my heart. The coordinator for Tampa's been fired too. By the way, well, Byron Leftwich. Is it really? Byron they use him as fired. the scapegoat. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I guess uh, Todd Bowl's expression is still Terrible. blank even with that uh, that new news but i feel like they both got saddled up with people that were just kind of i mean they were there right like uh, brady was there and uh kirk herb street and his eyeliner was there right like I guess. They, they, I, I feel like both of them even like al michaels his reprieve was tony dungy i know and, like, it's crazy that's not a reprieve that's not give him I, let al michaels hang in there with silva or i don't know Romo, I don't know. Let Al Michaels be Al Michaels. But right now, I feel like he's trying to carry the the, the Lions. I'm with you, Billy. I think if it's Troy Aikman in that booth, if it's Al Michaels and Troy Aikman, I think it's better. I think The Herbie thing seemed weird from the get-go. Yeah. Doing NFL games. I don't think he and Al ever really clicked. And then, yeah. And then they put him in a playoff game. And, oh, and here's Tony. Tony's great in studio. Right. You want he, to do a little X's and O's. Talk Tony about motivating studio. teams. Right. You know, like when he's on a panel, sure, Tony's fine. Yes. Doing a game on Saturday night? No good. No. No. I get nothing from that. And listen, that. While, while you can accuse us of being ageist, I know I'm old. I make fun of that all the time. Yurko's old. It's an old booth on a Saturday night. It's two old guys. I mean, and, and look, and Troy's no spring chicken either. I just think Troy can still really, really good. But I, 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 you got two old guys. And there was, there was nothing in that. There was no, there was no punch in that boot on Saturday night. Two old guys on the East Coast. Yeah, two old guys on the East Coast. Thank you, Chris. That was, a, that was a late night for them. No pizzazz whatsoever. You know, it's like, what are you thinking? It's a little different when he's calling games at SoFi and the game's taking place at four in the afternoon. In his backyard. It's like <laughs> travel. Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau fighting over <laughs> Sophia Loren. Exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah. At some point, they got to take a nap and continue the fight later on. One's putting a dead fish in the other's yeah. car. Exactly. It's terrible. What's this? Smell it's terrible, ah, so bad. What's going on here, Mom? What's that, Jacksonville? Oh, yeah, They've come it. back. All right, I guess. Uh, I guess. I guess yeah. it's over. Al thought that game was going to be over, and then he got an all-time comeback, and it still was just sort of like, eh. eh. It seemed like the the comeback bothered him too, because he actually had to <laughs> yeah. give a little something. Thought I was going to be able to just here's rest. the kick. Huh? Here we go. They'll travel they to Kansas City so if bad. they win. Well, so bad. I, I guess the one thing all you have to do is tell people that they made it, and then let the crowd react, and you know. That's yeah. what they always say. 
all right, lay off, lay off, let's get the crowd reaction. Yeah. And then I think it was uh, Gadelli that sent it, you know, okay, that shot, that shot, coach, coach, blah, right, blah. Yeah. Send it around, get the reactions, yeah. and then come in with whatever you got to say. Uh, an, that was an all-time game. Unfortunately, it wasn't an all-time broadcast. Carmen and York, we'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. We have our friends at ESPN Stats and Info looking into the question, too. When was the last time three teams from the same division all made the final eight, all made the divisional round? Because that's happened here. The NFC East, man, showing out, right? Representing the Giants with an upset win. Dallas, not with an upset. Dallas won a two teams to cover this weekend. And, of course, the Eagles won the conference. Uh, well, they, they, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Getting ahead of myself. The Eagles won the regular season and finished with the number one seed. So they'll play this weekend. So you have three teams from the NFCs that all made I think it. I have your answer. Okay, you're doing it like the hard way. I, I did, did it the Pittsburgh hard way. And Stats and Info can filter it out. But if, if I am not mistaken here, I'm not mistaken, it would be 19... 97, 1998, only had West, Central, and East. So the 97 season. Right. Right. January of 98. Yes. 97, January 98. In the final four, you've got Tampa Bay and Green Bay. And they would have still been in the NFC Central. Central. That's right. That's the old Central. Minnesota against San Francisco. So Minnesota would have been in the Central. Right. And then Frisco played Green Bay. Green Bay played Denver in the Super Bowl, and that's where you're at right there. Yurko might have just found it. That's what it looks like to me. It's been a long time. It's 25 years. Yes. That that would have. You can't imagine that happens often. Yeah, and you had four teams from the Central get in. The Packers, Tampa, Detroit, Minnesota. Got another weekend here where we've got uh, mostly rematched games to Yurko. You know, the Bills and Bengals, of course, never got to finish their regular season matchup because of what happened to DeMar Hamlin. But, you know, that's in a sense a rematch. Giants-Eagles will play for the third time, obviously, as division foes. And the Chiefs won at home against the Jags as a nine-point favorite, just barely covered the spread, winning by 10 back in Week 10, York. So uh, the only game that's not a rematch of the regular season is Cowboys-Niners. But they played on Wild Card Weekend in Dallas last year. Dallas was a three-point home favorite, lost outright to the Niners. And now the Niners are at home is about a three, three-and-a-half-point favorite against Dallas this weekend. First road playoff win for the Dallas Cowboys since you were playing, Yurko. Since 92, do you know that? Oh well, I think it was 92 season, January of 93. Last time right. the Dallas Cowboys went on the road and won a playoff game before last night. That's why Jerry Jones was so excited in that box. Boy, he was going nuts. Speaking of old games, did you hear uh, Nance and Romo talking about this on Sunday, Yurk? On first down, Thompson. Nice piece of tackling right there by Shaq Lawson. No gain. You know, this has a... I was just thinking, do you remember... I mean, you're not really big in history with numbers and such. But right now, it reminds me, do you remember the Jaguars? Huge underdog against the Broncos, 1996. A long time ago, Broncos. Yeah, unbelievable team, and they lost that game at home. Tom Coughlin. Here it goes, Thompson throwing it. Out of bounds. What reminds you of that game? Just the, the dominance, set nature of it all. The great quarterback, yeah. the dominance. It's like, that's not going to happen. Like, no one thinks it's even a thing until it happens. And then you're like, wow, it just happened. And right now, Leslie Frazier, 
Needs his best calls, and this defense needs to stand up. And this crowd's starting to get into trying to help the team who's had such an unbelievable roller coaster of a year. So many different things. They've overcome it. They're here today with a great season. It can't end like this. You don't think it can. With these third and tens, with the clock going down, you've got to get up and get everyone set. Not going to make it. He's not going to make it. A game Yurko talks about all the time. You guys closed, Yurko, according to Pro Football Reference. You guys closed on that Saturday afternoon. It was Saturday, uh, Jan 4. Remember? Yeah. You guys closed as 12-and-a-half-point underdogs and won the game outright. We went, we went down 12 nothing in that game. You were down 12 nothing. You came back and won 30-27. 12 nothing in that game. And yeah, I'm looking at it. You're right. Right. 12 nothing. and we came back and had a lead at half. You did. You yeah. had a 13-12 to lead at halftime. 13-12 lead. Then we stretched that lead out in the third quarter. You were up, yeah. Yeah, third, right? Yeah, you were up uh, going into the fourth. Yeah, I mean, at the fourth. fourth, you were up 30-20 to 20 in the fourth That's quarter. That's right, 30-20 to 20 in the fourth. And all they could muster up was one more touchdown. That's right. And you guys won that 30 game. 30-27. to 27. So how about Romo referencing yeah. that game on Saturday? Oh, yeah. He remembers it. A well, young Tony Romo does. watching it in Wisconsin as a high schooler. Probably, probably watching a strapping young buck named John Yerkovich he, he, tool around the field. <laughs> how dare they and not mention Yerkovich? At that point, he might have been a freshman at, uh, at Eastern Illinois. Close, right? Borderline, because he's right. about my age. So Border you're right; he's maybe line. just younger than me. So he's, right. yeah, you're right. Border you're right about that. Yeah. He might have been a senior in high school. That's why I love the game so much. Look at that! And Yurko references that game. Well, I talk all about the all the time. We were dogs. NBC had built the scaffolding for the the uh, AFC Championship weekend. Mm-hmm. They had it out there. They're putting a studio up. They didn't have it for our game. They were. It was in construction. You could hear the banging of the pipes. So they were building it, expecting to be there the next expecting week. Expecting to be there the next week. And then we said, and that's when the great Woody Page wrote, yeah. penned a column that Sunday morning saying that they should have had a second bye and the Denver shouldn't even have to play that game. Jacksonville, I'm sorry, excuse me, Denver was 13 and 3 that year, Yerk. Had the bye, came out of bye, and lost to Yerk going to the No, Jets. they were good. And they had a lot of like uh, uh, mental mishaps. Um, Michael Dean Perry was on their defensive line at the time. He was too lazy to get off the field. Mm-hmm. They threw a penalty flag on him for too many men on the field. He was offsides a couple of times, which extended drives for us. Uh, Romanowski had him dead to rights in, in the pocket and allowed him to escape. And Brunel, they allowed him to escape left, which is the craziest part. Mm-hmm. And he had Keenan McCardle on a big touchdown. He had Jimmy Smith late to give it to make it like 30 to 20. He had Jimmy Smith late. I mean, it was just a bunch of things working well for us that day. And Natron found a way to run, too. Natron got hot for us. Natron means that day. I love Natron. Yeah. Means. Natron had a buck 40 in that game. Yeah. Yes. You're not kidding, dude. Yeah. He played well. And they had gone away from their running game. Almost, crazy Natron reason. had almost 200 yards of offense for you guys in that game. So, Carm, here's what had happened in that game is we got off the field. At some point after they scored two touchdowns early, we started to just get off the field. You know, a ball deflected at the mm. line of scrimmage, uh, um, a, a, a good tackle keeping them short, and they didn't go for it on fourth down. We just kept getting off the field and getting our team the ball. Then all of a sudden, our guys started playing well. After that, though, uh, Elway finally silenced the critics. He was probably hearing it again then, but of course, after that season, the whole team was hearing it. I'm sure. But Their then after that, it. they won two straight Super Bowls. They beat the Packers, right? Yes, in Atlanta. They beat the Packers. And then they came back and they beat somebody else. They beat Atlanta, right? In the Could, yeah, Atlanta, they beat right. Atlanta. Yeah, they ripped off two straight after that. Uh, all right, we're going to play some of the uh, highlights of the Kevin Warren press conference. He's expected to join us in about 35, 40 minutes. Sometime right around one thirty, we should talk to the new president. 
So that'll be a great conversation. If you want to join us, 312-332-ESPN is the number. So ring us up. It's Carmen and York back in two minutes.